When she had married her husband, she'd known he was intent on having children. After all, that was one of the things that had drawn her to him. She had always dreamt of becoming a mother, but after four long years of trying to become pregnant, he had declared her barren and divorced her. Tears began to well up in her eyes, just thinking about the day. She wasn't sure which had stung worse, being sentenced to a life without children or being told that her love alone was not enough to keep her husband. No, she told herself, fighting back the tears. That won't do any good. What is in the past is done with. I have to move on. It's too soon. Elizabeth's words rang in Fanny Ryan's ears as she studied the advertisement in the magazine. It wasn't, though. Fanny didn't think so. Colum Ryan, her husband, had been dead almost a year, one of the last casualties of the Civil War. Prior to that, he had been gone for nearly two years, fighting for the North in the war, and before that, they had only been married a few months before he left. Fanny was young. She wanted to start over. This time, she hoped to find love. Hence the magazine before her, open to a page of young men out west looking for wives. Sybil Corgan looked around at the train station in Green River City, Wyoming Territory. What was she thinking coming here? This place was dismal and small, and from her sister Fanny's letters, she knew her eventual destination, Marsh Creek, population 107 to 108, including her, she supposed, would be even worse. How had she let Fanny talk her into this? A year and a half ago, Fanny had made the same trip across the continent to marry a man she'd never met, save through his letters. All of her notes back home gushed about Marsh Creek and her handsome surgeon husband, Ben Stewart. Here Sybil stood, betrothed to Ben's brother Adam, who she'd traded letters with and seen a likeness of, but never met. Fanny said he was a wonderful man, friendly, earnest, and excited to start a family. The idea of it terrified Sybil, but she needed to get away from the apartment she shared with her family in New York. Antoinette Hughes fought her way through layers upon layers of tulle and lace as she helped her sister Adeline into yet another wedding gown. What do you think of this one, Mother? Adeline called as Antoinette finished closing up the back for her. The girl's mother circled around her youngest daughter, fussing with the layers of material. Antoinette sat down while she waited to help her baby sister out of the elaborate gown. She watched as the seamstress placed pins here and there, sizing the dress around Adeline's petite body. Adeline looked stunning. Both Adeline and Celeste, their middle sister, had been blessed with the perfect porcelain doll figure of their mother. Antoinette, however, had inherited the strength and curves of her father's side of the family. Antoinette gazed around the dress shop at the delicate gowns. Oh, how she had dreamed of wearing such a dress. Everyone had expected her to marry first, being the eldest child. That was simply how things were supposed to be done. Yet, once again, here she was in the same shop where she had helped Celeste choose her gown over two years ago, 